Eagles Entertainment. On Friday, October 1st, now retired Philadelphia Eagle, LaShawn McCoy spoke to the media. Thank you, everybody, for coming out. Um, I appreciate it, all the media. Um, I would like to thank my, um, my um, Savior, Jesus Christ, um, for letting this, this day possible in my career. Um, everything I've, I've done through him. Um, I would like to thank my, my family, my, my dad, who's um, it's been special to me since I've been a little boy. He's shown me with hard work and dedica- dedication what it gets you. Um, he was always the head of the house and showed me how to be a true man and, and how to um, treat his wife and, and his kids. I want to thank my, my brother. He's probably been my biggest, biggest role model um, in my life, doing the good things, bad things, what to do, what not to do. Um, you know, I'm so blessed to have him. Um, and then my mom. My mom's the rock of the family, and I'm so thankful for her. She's, she's been great. Um, to me and any issues I have, she's always finding the, the solution. So I want to thank her. Um, to my beautiful kids, Cassius and um, LaShawn Jr., both McCoys. Um, they, they brought out my day, um, you know, and uh, just thankful for them. And I just want to take some time to, just, to reflect on my career here as, a, as an Eagle. Um, I think one of my biggest moments in my career was getting a phone call in Harrisburg from Andy Reid. You know, I was something special. Playing ball in, in Pittsburgh and in high school, Harrisburg, and getting a call from the Eagles. A kid that, you know, they said I was small and had a teenage body frame. How would I transition to the NFL? Um, I remember my first training camp. <laughs> my first training camp, I seen um, Donovan McNabb and and Brian Westbrook. I'm like, holy sh-. I remember having them guys in my, in my, the posters on my wall. And, and they would be, I remember watching the Chunky Soup commercials. Um, and actually, in reality, playing with them. Um, that was something that was special to me. It was, it was like amazing to be part of that. You know, as I fast forward, and um, Ted Williams, my first running back coach, he was so much older than I was. And he was, Aside from football, he was teaching me just about how to be a professional. You know, I just thought it was running and catching and playing ball. You know, and then Deuce Staley is another one I want to give a big shout-out to because Deuce kind of got the best out of me. Um, I think he really showed me how to be competitive as a running back. Um, and a lot of my teammates, I won't name every teammate I play here, um, but a lot of them, you know, a lot of my best friends, you know, actually are still playing on the, on the Eagles and guys are retired. Um, I want to thank the, Mr. Lurie and his family um, for always being good to me. You know, when I was here and I wasn't here, staying in contact and, and being good to me. Um, also Howie. You know, Howie's been excellent. You know, helping draft me and get me here. And even when we were trying to get the trade done in Buffalo, which they didn't do, but we tried. Um, I want to thank this franchise, man, for just – you know, letting a kid, you know, chase his dreams. You know, and, uh, and that this time is has come. Um, I had some opportunities this year to, to continue my career, and uh, I just felt like it was time was right. I didn't like the offers I got, and I remember telling my mom, "Hey, the only team I would 
come back to play for um, whatever team would be a Super Bowl contender. That's just, I'm a picking championship teams, if you haven't noticed. But if, it, if it's the Birds, that was it. You know, other guys, I didn't, I just, I was at that point, man, where I'm happy and content, you know. Um, I had a good run. Good run. Had some good times, some bad times, but we always got back up. Um, and I'm thankful, thankful to even have this opportunity. So uh, that's how I want to open it up, and uh, thank you. You guys will probably see me on TV. And when I'm on TV, I'm going to keep it real, just so you know that. Yeah, well, it was more Howie, um, Mr. Lurie here and there, but more Howie. And um, I actually was going to play, believe it or not. I was going to play, and then I just looked at the opportunities, like, hey, uh, what type of teams do, you know, do I want to play for these teams at this point in my career? A lot of guys just chase numbers. Yeah, I would love to have a little bit more numbers, but once my kids are getting older, um, you know, it was being what my third team season. This was time, and we kind of scheduled the game with Andy Reid, which is a no-brainer. Um, I could have waited, but I thought time was right. You know, and and we just did it. Mm. Um, my legacy to, for here um, as an Eagle, a guy that loved the game. Right, I remember when we had years where we were four and twelve. Right, and and I remember like I'm um, still hyping myself up. Like I gotta go out there and, pro- and produce, you know. Where um, some guys didn't feel like that, and I always wanted to, to showcase, man, and display a certain attitude that I love the game and I and I take it very serious. And um, that's something I, I want to be remembered as. And also, I want to be remembered as the best running back to ever ever play as a Philadelphia Eagle. You know, I, I wish um, it lasted longer. I think. Uh, I feel like the Russian um, title, not title, but the Russian um, yards um, record out of it would be even bigger, you know, and I, I could have been there for them, that championship run, you know. And, uh, but legacy-wise, man, just a true Philadelphia Eagle player who gave it all he had every game, who loved his teammates, who, who um, shared that same compassion and competitive nature like the fans. It's tough to be in Philadelphia and play as an eagle. The fans and the media, you guys, right, are tough. And to, to see things written about you that you might not like, how do you respond? So all them things is one I would like to be remembered as, um, as an eagle. Katie, when you look back at your career, a lot of people look at that snow game as a game you played in the Warriors against the Yeah. Uh, where does that rank in, in, you know, in your memory? And, uh, I mean, well, that's, that's one of my bigger games. Um I enjoy the moments for sure. There's other games that I actually like more than the snow game. But the snow game is is definitely one of them type of games where I was rolling, um, like a mama mentality type of game. But uh, one of my favorites, I would say. What other games? Oh, we said what other games? I'm sorry, what other games? Oh, what other games? Um, you know what? I tell everybody like my my first game, my first touchdown was against the Chiefs at 29. Right? That was in 09, and then. The Giants game where we came back, I, I didn't get a lot of rushing yards or a lot of stats. We were down, so we threw the ball a lot. But, man, I had some key blocks. And people don't really, like, think of that because I'm a I'm runner and I, I'm elusive. But that was my thing. Like, 
I didn't mind blocking dudes, big dudes, and, and they had some some pretty good blocks that I was big on, you know, and, and that was big to me. So that that um, Giants game was was definitely one of my favorites. <laughs> Oh man, it means a lot. It means a lot because a lot of them guys over there, I share a lot of success with. Not just playing, but um, guys in the front office, like Brett Veach. You know, me and Veach talk all the time, and I tell um, Coach Reed that uh, Brett Veach gets all his best players. You know, and uh, and we still communicate. Like we, um, Coach was dealing with a little small illness, I should say, but we texting about the game and different things, how I'm doing, and he's seen some different. Um, things on me on TV. Um, we was talking about this, talking about that. So them guys may have a big role in my in my career. So I'm happy that he's here to see that. And a lot of the guys on his coaching staff who, who've coached me and have been around. So I think um, it's a great, great weekend. And it's a big game. I mean, it's the Chiefs. It's a big game. And I know the link is going to be rocking. That's another thing that was a big factor is, like, what type of game? There's going to be a million fans in here yelling, screaming, um, probably fighting. You know, and tailgating, and it's gonna be a nice, nice experiment, man. Nice, nice experiment, and nice, um, you know, nice time. Yeah. I'm not sure. That's something that has been discussed. But I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, I have a lot of things I want to do, um, aside from the playing ball. But I actually um, thought about, uh, you know, that. But. That's time. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But wait one second. But to speak on that, right, me and my brother, we do a lot of different real estate um, aside from, like, broadcasting. So that's probably going to be my first thing I'm going to do and then jumping into maybe helping out an organization, you know, because I could pick talent. It's amazing. I, I, I think it just sometimes when I'm like at home relaxing or I'm looking at my kids and my son and my daughter, it's crazy that I look at like I, I was that age and I would um I always dreamed of like um getting drafted, playing on TV, Monday night football, you know, buying my mom and dad a big house, cars, and everything that I, I wanted to do. We're getting Russian Russian titles. You know, um, being like a a role model of kids and, and things like that, um, signing a Nike deal, like all these things I thought about as a kid, it came true. You know, and I thank God every day for it because um, I can honestly say that there might be different things I might, you know, change. But overall, you know, I've I've, I've completed my dreams as a kid. You know, and so when you mention that, like as a kid in Harrisburg, thinking about this different things and I, what I wanted to do, my dreams, I've actually done them. You know, it's a great, and it's a great feeling. Do you have Not really. I have, I have one regret. Um, I think the only regret I, I truly have is, um, um, in my PR, she's looking at me like, don't say that. But my only regret I have, man, is, is not being an eagle in my prime. You know, at the time when, when, uh, I got traded, I felt I was probably one of the top, maybe second guy, you know, other than um, Jason Peters, and um, and so many different reasons. Like I look at like men, 
Larry Fitzgerald are, are really, really tight. Um, obviously, the pick connection, but just like the, the way he is with the organization, um, you know, when you look at Arizona Cardinals, no matter what era, he's going to be a name that sticks to that franchise. You know, and I think the short time I was here, right, you kind of feel like that, but um, I think that if I was here for more three more years, around that 10th year, um, that's something that I would, would have with, with this franchise. Now, I'm not saying that I don't – that's not the case still, but just knowing how things work with, with different players and franchises, and I was still hot, you know, when we departed. But that's one thing I always regret, that I always should have been an eagle, um, you know, from our career um, and, and probably majority of my prime years. You know, you, you look at other players, man, that maybe was traded or, or left their franchise, depending on where they're at in their career, were they not as productive or were they older, you can live with that. But I feel like my prime, you know, oh, I should have been an eagle. When I come in here, I can name probably 85 to 90% of the people in here, from workers to even the media. You know, even like the seeing eyes and, and, and seeing faces from being around. Like I, I know everybody here, so it's, it's different when you go to a new a new place. I had to learn everybody's new name and et cetera. But, you know, small things that you think about, you know. So that's probably the only regret, you know, I do have. Um, that's probably it. What's up? If I said it, by the way, see, in, in Philadelphia here, they jump over each other, right? <laughs> Buffalo's like, excuse me, I go, not out of here, not out of here. Um, LaShawn, to just talk about Buffalo a little bit, I, yeah, you were both there. Yeah, yeah. No. It was rough, but to see the love that is pouring out of that franchise for you, yeah. despite the fact that those years were, were pretty tough, mm-hmm. I mean, that has to make you feel. Oh, man, I, I have tons of love for, for Buffalo, the I see, like, um, as I retired, like, different people are sending me, um, I guess, like, interviews from different players I played with against from Buffalo. And there were some great words. Um, they spoke about me. And uh, Coach McDermott, he's done a great job up there. He's changing that um, that attitude and um, um, culture up there. And uh, I love my time in Buffalo. And that's one thing that um, when I got traded there, it was like, damn, Buffalo? You know, you don't know much about the city or about the team. It's other than it's freezing cold, but it's some good talented players and they love their team, you know, and I had some great times and, and the Pagula family was great to me and I had some great times. Though. So and I got a lot of love for Buffalo and I'll probably go to a couple of games, you know, and I still talk a lot on players. I mean, from Josh, you know, we, we text bull crapping and then uh, all, the, all the guys up there. So a lot of love to Buffalo for sure. Yeah. I think with the with the city and the fans here, I think they're loyal to to their to their guys, right? Everybody has favorites, and I feel like one of the favorites in Philadelphia. Um, I would go to all type places, man, like to the suburbs of like out by the parks. What's that called? Um, what's like a casino out there, way out there in um, Parks Casino? Is that still yeah, yeah. way out there? I would meet people. 
you know, then North Philadelphia with whoever. It might be with Ruben. It might be Meek Mills. Like, every, it's Philly fans, man. It, it, they're different type of fans, you know. And I think this growing up in Harrisburg, being in the same conditions, um, I felt comfortable here. You know, if things are going good, they, they're on you. They're, they love you. Things are going bad, they're on you. You know, it's just – I like that. You know, I like a challenge. You know, we're not playing up to the level we should be. You'll hear about it. You'll hear about it on the radio. you hear about it in person. You know, my dad will hear about it. He'd be texting me. You know, so I, I, I loved it. And, I, you know, even like the Sixers and everything, I remember I miss all of that. You know, and I still have a lot of um, connections with, with, with both parties, with here and Sixers and players. You know, I just – I just really like fell in love with the city, man. The loyalty. Um, you know, I remember when Coach Reed um, got fired, and I, I was so hurt because I was, I was so loyal to him, and he took a chance on me. Um, that's just how I am. That's just how I am. So I think more just the loyalty of the fans um, for their players and, and their coaches. Um, I mean, just I fell in love with that. I hope I do. Hopefully, one of the writers in here will write me in. Um, I don't know. I think that I have the numbers. I look at a lot of the guys that, that go in. Um, I think that I, you know, I think that I, I'll just say that I feel like I'm on a, just as good as some of them guys, right? Um, anything that you need to get in there, Super Bowls, I mean, I got stats, I got a lot of stats if you want to do that game, you know. Um, and, and then I think it's very important to discuss, like, players and their time, right? How, how did you do? How did you compete with other guys? And I was one of the best players of my decade, which was already, you know, documented. So hopefully I get in. I mean, we'll see. Um, that would be definitely amazing, too, and a great accomplishment if that happens, for sure. Um, man, that's a good question, man. That's a good one. Uh, you know what? I haven't really thought of that, the, 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 the biggest one. Although I will tell you this. Um, in the Super Bowl, I, I hadn't played in any of the Super Bowls, right? And, like, um, like most players would be upset. Like, oh, I didn't get to contribute, you know. But it's like as I got older, I had to, like, contribute in different ways. So it was more teaching young guys, um, you know, more explaining to them, et cetera. Um, because physically, I could have went out there and did my thing, right? But I look at, like, a lot of – before I got to them two teams, I did really well, right? But I never won anything. High school, I did really well. I never won anything. College, we didn't win anything, right? We, you know, Pitt, we struggled a little bit. But, like, that part, man, it felt, it felt good. Like, I, I felt like all that stuff I did before was for this. Because you can't. You can't take my, you can't take my numbers away. Play it or nothing. Play. You can't. I mean, I'm who I am. It was just a part of winning that I, that I really experienced. You know, and um, that feeling right there, I, playing or not playing, MVP or not, that felt that felt great. So um, I had to really like think of like a one accolade that I really loved. I mean, besides just like the the numbers and stuff like that, and you know, contracts and and you know, but. Like winning and championship, that's that's unreal. At least I party like I did. I don't. I mean. 
For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.